The Holy Gospel for this day, the second Sunday in the season of Christmas, is from John, chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace to you and peace from God our Creator and from our Lord and from our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, today is the second Sunday in the season of Christmas, and it is the first Sunday of a new year. 2021 is finally here. It seems altogether appropriate and even coincidental that the gospel lesson assigned for today talks about beginnings. John chapter 1, verse 1 reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. It reminds me of the first words of the entire Bible. Genesis chapter 1 reads similarly, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. So, here we are, putting the year 2020 behind us and looking at the beginning of 2021. And we're reminded by our gospel lesson today that God is present with us in all of our beginnings God is present to us and with us at the beginning of time itself, at the moment of our birth and the beginning of creation, and God is with us as we begin a new year. And what's very important to remember is that God is not just present to us, God is at work with us, bringing goodness and grace and compassion and love to all our beginnings. God desires a positive future for you, for me, and for the world. I remember a professor once teaching a class on the book of Genesis. She said it was more about the future than the past. She said that God creates a future world out of chaos, out of the past. And then she quoted part of Genesis. She said, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness covered the face of the deep. In other words, all was chaos. Nothing was organized. There was no order. Everything was confused. Maybe a little bit like the year 2020, where everything has seemed out of order and dysfunctional, even chaotic. William Butler Yeats, the poet, felt a similar chaos in his world way back in the pandemic of 1918 and 19. He wrote, just following World War I, a poem called The Second Coming, about chaos. It goes like this. Turning and turning in the widening gyre, the widening circle, the falcon cannot hear the falconer. Things fall apart. The center cannot hold. Anarchy is loosed upon the world. 
the blood-dimmed tide overwhelms. The ceremony of innocence is drowned. The best lack all conviction, and the worst are full of passionate intensity. I've shared this poem with you once before. Here it seems that Yeats in 1918, and maybe for us today in our time of pandemic and polarization and racial injustice, are feeling similarly the chaos that seems to almost swamp order and goodness like a tsunami. When I look at the world described by Yeats in his poem, the world both then and now, I see decline and decay and disorder and chaos. Strange as this may seem to you, but as I look at this chaos in our world, I think of a junior high science class I attended where one of our teachers taught us a new word. The word was entropy, and she said, it was the tendency of all systems to decay, to lose structure, to seek the lowest form. She said, the sun will burn out, the earth will become cold and barren, civilizations will collapse, human beings age and die, order gives way to chaos, and chaos wins. Huh. It was a depressing class, and I did not like that word entropy. A bright student in the back of the room raised her hand and asked a number of questions. She said, well, if entropy leads to decay and chaos, why is there order? Why is there life? Why do people organize themselves in communities? Why do good things happen? And then the teacher taught us another word, a word I'd never heard before. She said it was negentropy. Negentropy is the opposite of entropy. Negentropy is the upward movement from chaos into order and structure and life. And I've carried those two words forward throughout my own life. And I must say, as a Christian, I am someone who looks at the world and I'm realistic about the entropy. We saw it last year. The decline, the chaos. But I am a firm believer that God is behind an upward movement of order, negentropy. And it begins with the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness covered the face of the deep. And God was present in the chaos, and out of the chaos comes life. Or John chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Order and structure and life and health and justice and goodness, they triumph over disorder and chaos and decline and even death. Rarely have we more needed to remind ourselves that God desires what is good. Rarely have we more needed to hear the words, and this too shall pass. Rarely have we more needed to know our future is assured and that our future is holy, assured by God. A Garden of Eden world is our future. Yes, we're surrounded by chaos at times, as Yeats described, and not just in pandemic or politics or race relations, but everywhere. Wherever we look, it seems there is chaos. 
And wherever we look, God desires to bring something positive. Where there is brokenness, God desires mending. Where there is dysfunction, God desires wholeness. Where there is pain, God desires joy. Wherever there is disease, God desires health. Wherever there is anger, God desires understanding and forgiveness. Wherever there is racism, God desires reconciliation. Wherever there is sorrow, God desires comfort. Wherever there is poverty, God desires abundance. Wherever there is inequality, God desires justice. Wherever there is greed, God desires generosity. Wherever there is fear, God desires confidence. Wherever there is loneliness, God desires community. Wherever there is hate, God desires love. Wherever there is evil, God desires goodness. Chaos is all around us and comes in many forms. But God always desires the opposite of chaos, the opposite of entropy. And wherever there is chaos, God is working for a positive future. God is at the beginning of all this holy work. And that's why the words of John are so powerful today. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. On this first Sunday in the year 2021, we leave a chaotic year behind, and we join God in a new beginning that God desires a positive 2021 for us, and that God is working to help create that. Imagine, if you will, what a new year might look like as we live into God's positive future. There'd be an end to the pandemic, of course, and vaccines would be shared with even the poorest countries. 2021, people will begin to slowly venture out again as if from hibernation, and we'll all be changed will venture into greater appreciation for the relationships that have been put on hold and will never again take those relationships for granted. 2021 will work to build community and we will see our church almost like an extended family. 2021, our politics will evolve from the chaos and polarization, the lies and the manipulation to the politics of respectful disagreement around policies, but the outcome of those policies are always about peace, harmony, and abundance for all. 2021 will no longer stereotype entire groups of people as, quote, the other. 2021 anti-racism efforts will be eminently successful. Hate and prejudice will be present in our world, but they'll be only carried by a minority of people and their views will be increasingly marginalized. 2021, the rich will seek ways to use their wealth to benefit others. 2021, volunteerism will increase dramatically. 2021, education for all will flourish. 2021, religious extremism will be confronted by religious moderates. 2021, conspiracy theories will diminish as people develop respect for facts and the advice of experts. 
2021 churches will be well attended and Christians will no longer be considered extreme or out of touch or intolerant. 2021 private entrepreneurs will create a kind of space program in an effort to end homelessness. 2021, the economies of poor countries will thrive and refugees will stay home to work in their own vibrant societies. 2021, and you, you will be at peace with yourself and with your God. You will have new purpose in your life. You will enjoy your friendships and family. You will be a person living to your highest ideals. You will be a person of patience and compassion and understanding and forgiveness. You will know the goodness of God's love in your life because God sees your chaos and mine and says, Let there be light. Amen.